What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Whiskey and Uncensored. My name is Eddie Lopez, and I'm going to be the host of this debauchery where we discuss sex, sex trends, dating, relationships, and all the other bullshit that comes along with it, all while drinking whiskey. And today I am on the old Irish favorite, Jameson. That's right. I got Jameson on the rocks. I don't think I've actually had Jameson on the show yet. And here we are. Today's going to be a little different as I am solo. So we're going to give this episode a shot. I'm always looking at trying to provide content in many different ways. So we're going to give this solo episode a chance. You guys also haven't noticed Whiskey and Uncensored now has a blog. So when you get a chance, go check out the website, whiskeyedanduncensored.com, and you'll see the blog options in the title. Or not the titles, but the header, whatever you want to call it. Anyways, there's a damn link up there. You guys can check it out. So today's topic was rather interesting. And fellas, this is going to basically put me in a status of love guru for you guys, because I'm going to be here to help you guys figure out why you didn't get a second date with your dream girl. I found this article on your tango discussing the 13 unsexy reasons, and I figured it was a good time to break it down and help you guys out and possibly get that second date. So let's get right into it. Reason number one. You're way too into her. Look, I get it. Dating is tough. We all want to be liked, validated, but there's a line between showing interest and just coming on way too strong. Nothing's going to send her running to the hills faster than someone who's already planning a wedding before the appetizers even arrive. Guys, don't be that guy. You know what they say, slow and steady wins the race. So just take it easy, pimpin', pump the brakes, start with a conversation, see if you guys have any similar interests. Maybe you discover that you're complete opposites. Either way, just give each other the space to get to know each other without being suffocated. So take a breath, relax, enjoy the moment, and who knows, maybe you'll be the lucky one that gets to take her home after date one. Reason number two, you got way too drunk. (laughs) Look, I get it. Uh, Sometimes you guys need that, I don't know, liquid courage to help loosen up and let your personality shine, right? But let me tell you, there is a fine line between having a good time and making a complete fool of yourself. When she sees you stumbling around, slurring your words, and even maybe drooling on your shirt, it's not exactly a turn on, man. Just think about that. In fact, it's probably her fucking red flags going off in her head like this is not going to happen. If you can't handle your alcohol on a first date, what is she going to be thinking of potentially how you're going to act on a second and third date? Hell, if she's even thinking about that, let's just go with that. Because are you going to be that guy calling her at 3 a.m., drunk dialing, professing your love? Nah, man, she's going to tap out. She's not going to find getting drunk and starting acting like an idiot, trying to start a bar fight. She's going to be looking for that mature person, a responsible person. It's not going to be you. 
So do your guys selves a favor. Pace yourselves on the first date. Remember, it's all about that first impression, right? Don't show off all your party tricks just yet. And if you can't handle your drinks, order something non-alcoholic, but be discreet about it. Don't have to publicize that you're drinking non-alcoholic. At least that way, in this instance, you won't have that killer hangover and a ruined chance for a second date. Now, if getting drunk wasn't bad enough, reason number three you idiots aren't getting a second date is you got too grabby. I mean, come on. What's the deal with getting grabby on the first date? Do you really think that's going to be your best way? Let me tell you again, it's not. When you start pawing at them like a grizzly bear going after a honeypot, it doesn't make her feel some kind of way. She's just going to be looking for security, a bouncer to get her out of that situation. It's not how you want to go, brothers. You're attracted to them. You want to make the move, but there's a right way to do it and there's a wrong way. The wrong way is to start with the grab ass before you even got a kiss. The right way? Feel her out. Maybe lean in for the kiss. And if she pulls away, respect it. She's just not into you yet. But crazy concept, it could work if you just wait. Just know the right time. I mean, let's be real. Grabbing at her before she's given any interest could be just seen as disrespectful. Believe it or not, popular to contrary belief, women do deserve to be treated with respect, just like you want to be treated, right? So don't be that fool. Just because, and I'm sorry, I'm trying to have my thoughts process here. Just because you're on the date with her doesn't mean that you're automatically or that she's automatically okay with you touching her. It's not like you're the first guy on her date that she's ever gone on a date with. So just keep that in mind. So your tip for not being so grabby is take it slow. If she's interested, she'll let you know. And if she's not, well, hell, she's going to let you know that too. But grabbing them without permission, Man, don't be that guy. It's not the right move, man. You don't want to be the first one to get slapped. Or you don't want to be that guy that got slapped on the date. Just keep it to yourself until the moment's right. Huh. Number four. This is uh, this one's interesting. Um, I thought, bad table manners. We're all human, and sometimes we slip up. But there are certain things that are just unforgivable, things you can't unsee especially on the first date. For starters, if you're smacking your lips, it's not appetizing to her. It's just downright disgusting. You're not a cow grazing in a pasture, guys. And those of you who chew with their mouth open, I don't know about you, but I'm sure she sure as hell doesn't want to see your food getting exploited like it's some lab experiment. It's not cute. Just bust it out gross, man. Now, your table manners of slurping at the table. Listen, you guys are not impressing anyone with your ability to make annoying noises while you eat. You're not eating pussy. You're not slurping on the clit. So save it. Save it for the bedroom if you ever get a chance to take it to the bedroom, guys. And then those that have their elbows on the table and talk with your mouthful. Did your mama not teach you about this? How to present yourself? In a situation on a date or just table manners in general? Come on, guys. We are better than this. Remember, we're trying to impress the chick and get a second date. 
And we're already up to number four. And if you're doing these mistakes so far, you're batting zero right now. So we all have our quirks. We know we're not all perfect. But when it comes to your table manners, man, you guys got to step up the game, right? Or you're going to find yourself dating alone. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes dining alone isn't horrible. I know for sure my ass has done it many a times. I've sat at the bar. Sometimes conversations with the bartender can't possibly lead to things if you play your games right. But we're not here to discuss that. We're here to talk about why you're not getting that second date. And there you go. There's four reasons already for you. So think about that. Number five, you didn't offer to buy her a drink. (laughs) You're probably tired of people saying chivalry's dead, how women are independent and all that. But let me tell you, there's at least one thing that's still expected on your first date. And that's offering to buy her a drink. It's not rocket science, guys. Dating can be expensive, yes. Especially if you're going to go out with a girl who has a taste for the finer things, the better quality of things. But if you can't afford to buy your drink, uh, you, you probably can't afford to date her in the first place. Just saying. It's, what's that saying? You guys got to stay in your fucking lane. I mean, if you guys can't afford her, then don't ask her. And offering to split the bill is not going to be enough, guys. Just don't play that role. Be the man, at least pay for the entire night. But you might be thinking, uh, what if she doesn't drink? Well, in that case, you order her the non-alcoholic drink. And if she declines that, take the hint. She's probably not drinking and move on. But here's the thing. If you don't offer her a drink, you might be sending a message to her thinking that you're cheap or worse, that you just don't even care. And that's not the message you guys want. And you're not going to get that second date. So next time you go out with a girl, don't forget, buy her the drink. Trust me, it'll go a long way. And who knows, maybe even a second date or even better, a night out in Poundtown. Just got to understand the process. Number six, you twittered in her presence. (laughs) Seriously, guys, I get it. We all get excited. We want to blast out everything we do. I mean, shit, I know at least when I go somewhere initially, I, do, I like to do my check-ins because there are times where I like to go back in my memories and figure out places I've been. But once I do my check-in, my phone is going face down. So what you want to do is you want to put your phone down and connect with that person in front of you. I know we get antsy. We want to check notifications. But remember, you're on a fucking date, guys. Show a little bit of self-control. Don't get me wrong. Sharing is great and all, but again, put it face down. Enjoy your date and give her the attention. I'm sure that works better toward that second date. Now, don't make the mistake. If you happen to tweet or post or anything about this date, don't post anything that she's boring or anything like that. Because, yeah, it's going to come back at you. It's not going to go well. Don't be that guy like my buddy Clint who decides to, and sorry, Clint, I put you out there, who decides to text your buddy, she's a little on the thicker side, but she seems to be a lot of fun and think that you're going to send it to me when in fact you accidentally send it to her. (laughs) And somehow, because of that, you get left at a theme park on a date. Guys, don't be a Clint. Clint, I love you and all, but this one here, 
just had me thinking of you. (laughs) So put our phones away, enjoy the company of the person in front of you, and save the posting for later. Trust me, she's going to thank you for it. Number seven guys on the list, no eye contact. Eye contact can be intimidating. After all, you're staring directly into the depths of her soul, or she's staring directly into your soul. But here's the thing, fellas. If you can't make eye contact with your date, it's telling her that you're not really interested in her as a person. You're basically saying, I'd rather be staring at the wall than looking at your pretty face. It's not a way to get a second date, guys. You don't want her to think that you're more interested in that damn booger that somebody put on the wall than listening to her life stories. And I get it. Sometimes the stories can be boring and you might not already be that interested in her, but at least make her feel somewhat important, right? So here's a tip to make that eye contact. Look at the space between her eyes, not her tits, okay? Not her tits, but her eyes. It'll give the illusion that you're making eye contact with her without actually having to look directly in her eyes. Pro tip, fellas, you can't get better than that. Now, if you're outside, wear sunglasses. But a disclaimer, please only wear sunglasses if you're outside. Don't be that douchebag wearing sunglasses inside. That is the most annoying thing to see. And I'm sorry if some of my listeners actually wear sunglasses inside, but it is a douchey thing to do. You're not a fucking celebrity. It doesn't make you look mysterious. It just just don't. So if you want that second date, make the eye contact. Otherwise, your date's going to assume you're just not interested in her. And she'll find the next guy to look into her eyes, be hypnotized. And next thing you know, he's taking her to pound town. Number eight, you make lots of big declarative statements about what you're looking for. Basically, AKA what this is saying is don't talk a big game. Don't already plan shit well in advance because nothing says a romantic partner like someone who's already talks about themselves in the third person and just lists off a, a bunch of qualities like a grocery list. Because let me, let, me, let me think about this. You're probably asking or telling her, I should say, what you're looking for is someone who's ambitious, fun-loving, and loyal, which is something that can be easily summed up probably over Zoom, really, to see if it's even the date's even needed or a 30-minute date. Or you're reading off your LinkedIn profile to see, to just tell her how accomplished you are, even if that. So. If you're already doing this, I can promise you, you just, you did not entice her. You did not get her involved. In fact, why don't we just skip all of this, skip the date, send her your PowerPoint presentation as to why she should date you and see if she gets back with you. Because you planning multiple dates before you even go on the first date, it's almost as bad as the first one that you're already too into her and she hasn't even gotten to know you. So the point is, don't jump to conclusions, baby steps, and don't talk a big game early on the date. Just find out who she is. (laughs) Uh, Number nine. Let me get my drink here for this one because this is going to be fun. You called your ex-girlfriend crazy during this date. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about the strategy here. (laughs) 
Did you really think it was a good idea to call her crazy on the first, your ex-girlfriend crazy on the first date? I mean, I get it. You're trying to justify that you weren't the crazy one or you were the same one in your prior relationship. But if you do this, it looks like to her that you, you're already starting to insult every woman on the planet and your likability just tanked. Now I get it. We all have had our crazies, but it's probably a safe bet to keep that to yourself and don't express that on the first date. I know you probably thought it was going to make you look, you just had, I don't know, bad luck with the ladies. Nah, man. Calling a woman crazy is probably the most insulting thing you can say to her. It's patronizing to them. It's essentially calling her the other C word. So here's a tip, fellas. If you want to impress her on that first date, (laughs) skip any word with the letter C. Just to play it safe. Could get you that second date. Even if the ex was crazy. Because like I said, we have all had our fair shares of crazies. Because we're always the sane one, right? It's always the other person. (laughs) Ah, Number 10. You didn't bring anything to the conversation. Look, you managed to spend the entire night with this gorgeous woman. And you didn't even put any effort into it. Why? Because you didn't bring anything to the conversation. Not a single question, not a witty, smart-ass remark, or anything funny. And we already discussed many times in previous episodes that women love humor. It's like the cheat code, guys. If you're funny as fuck, you're guaranteed at least a second date. If not, potentially sex on the first date. But you gotta be funny. But no, instead, you guys are sitting there with a bunch of silence and nervous laughter. I mean, who needs to connect with somebody, right? Just sit there like a bump on a log, waiting for her to carry that conversation. After all, you're a man. You don't need to waste your precious brain power and small talk. No, not you. Just let her do all the work. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you're like me, your fantasy football stats were horrible. And I'm sure that could be on your mind, but let's put that in the past, fellas. Fantasy football's over. Football's over. Let's focus on that date. The funny thing about this is you probably don't realize how boring you end up being to that other person by just sitting there nodding your head to whatever she said. I mean, why even try to bother and impress her if you're just going to let her do all the work, right? Question is, did you put any effort and get dressed up? Because number 11 is what we'll get into is about dressing, which we'll get into that next. But again, who needs a good conversation? Stuff your face and hope that she's too distracted with your horrible table manners that uh, she didn't even notice your complete lack of personality. So let's not make this mistake, guys. Chat it up. She wants to be talked to. It's the whole point of going on a date. Talking, getting to know her, getting to bang her. Remember that. All right. So number 11, dress to impress. Ah, So you didn't dress up, more than likely, or that's what I'm learning nowadays is a lot of guys don't care about their looks or how they're presented. I get it. You're a man, but showing up in a ratty-ass t-shirt, sweatpants, isn't going to impress anybody. There's a time and place to impress her with your dick imprint from your sweatpants, guys. I get it. Girls love the gray sweatpants, but there is a time and place 
I mean, I, hell, I like wearing my sweatpants when I'm at home. But there's a time and place that you can rock the imprint, walk around Target or something. Pro tip, guys. Sweatpants at Target. It's ideal. It's Is it not important to make a good first impression is the thing. If you don't care enough to put on a decent outfit, what else don't you care about? Personal hygiene, manners, a little effort goes a long way, guys. Now, fashion faux pas, and this will probably stir up some things. Sandals and socks combos, guys. You guys aren't on the beach. You're on a date. Don't tell me you're going with the casual look because casual is one thing, sloppy is another. Plus, who wears socks with sandals anyways? The fuck? Honestly, did you not have anything else to wear? There's an entire wardrobe out there, or excuse me, not wardrobe, but there's an entire store. There's stores out there designed to help you look good. It's a no-brainer, guys. The stores that help you look good have a goal in their mind. Help you be successful and get laid. It's just that simple. It's not rocket science, guys. Put on a decent shirt, maybe a jacket, and some decent shoes. You've instantly went from slob to gentleman. But hey, what do I know? I'm just trying to help you guys out, right? Keep dressing like a slob. See where it gets you. You may find someone that shares your love, comfort over style, laziness, but no judgment. This is a judgment-free zone until you go on that date. Number 12. This one I this one I didn't understand. I, I don't get it, but number 12. You were rude to the waiter or waitress. It's uncalled for, especially on a date or at any time. Why? Why be rude to the waitress? You think it's an impressive move? I'm sure your date thought it was thrilling to see you treat a complete stranger like shit. I mean, who needs to be nice to someone who's serving your fucking food, right? It's not like they're not going to control anything that comes on your plate. Eh, why bother with human decency? Dick move, guys. Dick move. I'm sure she's gushing, referring to your date. I'm sure she's gushing that she just watched you belittle the server, taking too long to bring out the food, bring out the drinks. It's nothing like screaming charm and attractiveness for belittling someone just doing their job. So congrats, showing your true dick colors, guys. And you wonder why. You're not getting this second date. I'm just baffled. But please, don't make this mistake. Shit happens. You're in a restaurant. It gets busy. I get it. Sometimes the service is not the best. But again, shit happens. Be the man. Be the better person. And just deal with the horrible night and move on. And just know that you probably may not visit that location again or for some time. Just no need to belittle somebody. And finally, reason number 13, you compared your date to someone else. Idiots. Please tell me you guys aren't doing this shit. Please. Because obviously it's got to be happening because it wouldn't have made someone's article. So for this to even be a bullet point that you guys are comparing your dates to someone else. ah, Okay. So let's talk about this. Why? Why would you want to compare your date to an ex already? One, you shouldn't even bring up your ex, especially if you called her crazy previously. Or 
bringing up the fact that your ex has got a new flame and you're essentially comparing yourself to the new flame and your ex altogether. It's not a good look, guys. It is not a good look. If you want to compare yourselves, do it on a separate date. Maybe date number two, date number three, or not even at all. It's it really, bottom line, it's not going to help you guys. And I'm pretty sure your date is not going to want to hear your constant stories of comparison. Now, don't get me wrong. Everyone's had prior relationships when they're going on dates. And yes, sometimes stories will come up and a lot of stories will involve exes. But that's different compared to comparing them to your ex. Nobody wants to be compared. They want to be their own experience to you. They do not want to be compared to see if they're actually better or worse. So guys, don't compare them. It's just just that simple. Just don't bring it up. Be smart about it. If you want that second date, don't fucking compare. There's nothing else I can tell you more about that. So in closing, we're going to go ahead and wrap that up for this episode. I went over some of the most cringeworthy dating mistakes that you should avoid in hopes of getting that second date. Just remember, the key is to be yourself. If not, fuck, let's be a better version of yourself. Be present and respect your date. And if you made any of these mistakes, don't worry. Shit's happened to the best of us. Hopefully not this entire list has happened to you because then there's no reason why you should even try to date somebody. But learn from your mistakes and try it again. That's all we can do. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Different from me doing a solo episode. We'll see how this goes. Maybe I'll continue to do easier episodes where I can just discuss points and stuff um, on various topics that I can at least have a conversation solo. But if you enjoyed it, Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out the future episodes. Don't forget to follow us on all the social media pages, whiskeyedanduncensored.com. On Facebook and Instagram, it is Whiskeyed and Uncensored. And again, don't forget, go check out the Whiskeyed and Uncensored blog. I think at this time, by the time this will post, there's about six um, blog posts already up there and they're pretty good. The traction I'm actually seeing on the website, the traffic has actually been rather impressive. Uh, again, the, tra- the traffic that I'm seeing for the blog, is, I've, I've been blown away. So it's actually, it looks like people are enjoying also reading some of the topics that have happened to go up there. So check it out. Let us know what you think. There's comment fields in each one of the blogs. So choose your comments. Let us know. And who knows, maybe any of the comments that you guys put out there could possibly be another show topic or another blog post. So so as always, until the next time, drink your whiskeys and enjoy your life, guys. We're out. <laughs>